from the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Uh, good morning. And right now, uh, I might have mentioned the weather before. It's a beautiful day. I, I would be fine with this weather every day. I'm sitting in this park with Sharon Simon, comedian in New York City. It's Chelsea. And how you doing, Sharon? I'm doing good. And right, what is it, 62 degrees, 60 degrees? It's like really pleasant. With the nice... We, we're in the shade, and the clouds are creating the shade before the shade's yeah. pre-shade shade. So it, it's, it's almost like the lights are out, and uh, but it's broad daylight, and it's very nice. It's, it, if it was this cool every day, all summer, I'm not going to be complaining about all those missed trips to Coney Island and, and the sweat. Do you go to Coney Island? I do. Yeah. I do. If I go to the beach, I'll go to Coney Island yeah. once. And uh, I, you know what? I used to swim in it, and I still will, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, when you get a big, fat pair of tiny whiteies in your face one time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with nobody in them, of course. And, uh, yeah. So what about you? Do you swim in there? Do you swim in Not the beach? A, in the ocean? Yeah, yeah. A, a bit. Do you go to uh, Long Beach or something, though? I don't generally go to New Jersey because I'm from New Jersey. So if I go to the beach, I go there. But I go to Coney Island to hang out. Yeah, right. You to see the, the the oddities and stuff. Yeah, they have uh, an old culture there of freaks. An old freak culture was there, I guess. Kind of yeah. grew up around there, and I and guess I it's kind of famous. I love watching that. Yeah, seeing the people. The like a what? And, and so you probably also like to some degree the because. Uh, isn't that that's connected with the uh, what, what is the kind of like chubby girl stripper thing? I'm really not able to remember words. Sometimes. The mermaid parade. <laughs> that's just is an that annual what you're thing. Talking about? I know what you're talking about, but <laughs> no, the ones who do it for thirty dollars on a Saturday night. Sometimes you'll do comedy at one of their shows. What do they call it? Burlesque. Oh, okay. That's a that's such chubby a girl stripper thing. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it grew up out of there, but it's connected to that. It's, like you see, a, like, it's got like a re- re-emergence of burlesque. What do you think of burlesque? You like I it? I haven't seen it. Like that's very surprising for some reason. But then again, it's not. As a as a comic, if I'm gonna spend a night watching someone else do anything entertaining, it's usually gonna be music or supporting another comedian. Mm. Sometimes they combine and they'll have burlesque and comedy on the same show. That I don't like. I don't I don't like the idea of mixing sex and comedy. I think it puts people in a different part of their brain and hurts the comedy. Let me tell you something. I agree 100%, but yeah. I have a, I don't quite think of most of the burlesque I've seen as sex, although it is. It's, it's, I mean, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. It's just that like I'm I'm talking about these girls who just take forever to remove a glove. And you're like, come right. on, bitch. I know it's a time-honored fucking, uh, what do you call it? You know, like, t- it, template you're using here, but nobody gives a shit. Why take the gloves off? Yeah. You can leave them on. <laughs> <laughs> this whole dance could take 15 seconds. <laughs> Bottoms. <laughs> off. <laughs> that's it. That's all. It, and, then, and that's the one thing they'll leave, you know, like, uh, take off your merkin. Uh, <laughs> but I agree. And, like, they have nude comedy sometimes. I don't understand that. I don't. I, I do understand it. It's they want people to come to their show. And they think that'll bring them. And it does. I mean, people want to see you know their friends naked. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I mean, they're gonna fuck them. Like, you know what? Yes, she's doing that naked show. I would like to see that. You need you need a couple of females on it. They always have way more guys than they need. Yeah. Which is any at all really. But one, I think you're and you're really. You know what? You're overachieving with with naked men on this show. <laughs> Women don't need that. They they act. They they claim that they want it. 
sodomize him. But they only do that because they want it to. They want men to have to participate in that in order to. They want you to have to see three dicks to see yes. a vagina. That's if you if you ever go to the nude beach, it's kind of like clothing is optional for women, but being naked is mandatory for men. <laughs> and if it's not, it might as well be. Well, we finally hit the end of the trial of Anna Sorokin. You remember the phony heiress. We talked about her a few weeks ago. Earlier this month, I mean, April, she was all the rage on the cover of the post every day. I like her white outfit. I think that... Look at that. It's, of, it's sexy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. The, the, the black choker, it's real, it's real nice. Black choker <laughs> lets you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> that thing you're thinking about, the answer is yes. <laughs> Yeah, she is a phony era. She's very upset. We see her crying in her glasses. She won't be wearing designer labels for a while, according to the New York Post. Uh, Rebecca Rosenberg explains to us today in Friday, May 10th Post, uh, fake heiress Anna Sorgan, who scammed her way into New York City society. She was uh, sentenced on Thursday to 4 to 12 years. Oh, wow. Not only, not only is the trial over, she is sentenced 4 to 12 years, convicted and sentenced. Um where the fashion-obsessed diva <laughs> will strut around in green jail garb, and she might get ready to have her, her, you know, show her life turned into a series or something. It seems like they were some I, gestures towards that. I read it, that. Netflix and HBO mm-hmm. and uh, she, lots and lots of money. So much money that I feel like if I had the opportunity, it might be worth going to jail for four years. Yeah, it certainly would be. I mean, what am I going to do for the next four years? I would be like, yeah, I'll do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, four years goes by pretty quick. As we were saying, was, we think this is an eight-year waiting list to get in this building here where we are outside of uh, on the park. I don't even know which housing it is, but it's some some kind of supportive housing. housing. Low-income low housing. Income. Yeah, it's not it's not the projects or nothing. No, it's beautiful. It's low-income. It's very nice. Uh, and... Um, yeah, you don't get on that list because you're like, who's got eight years to wait? Well, everybody does. Uh, you're still going to be in New York. So which outfit comes in second for you? I like that I, the one. The black one, yeah. Yeah. The, the top two I don't like at all, actually. I'm not much into pants. I'm just not into no. pants. I'm not into jumpers that much. Yeah. Uh, but but skirts and dresses, I'm all about those. And she, no hose here. I like th- I like this one best. I like Really? Th- I, I really do Drunk. like something on the legs, uh, but I'm not, you know, I'm not married to it or nothing, but it's like, it's nice. <laughs> So this chick here now, okay, I'm stunned by the depths of the defendant's deception, her labyrinth of lies that kept her con afloat. Man, that is poetic speaking from Supreme Court Justice Diane Kiesel. Or Kissel, probably Kissel, Kiesel, doesn't matter. But remember, a Supreme Court justice here is not an actual Supreme Court justice in the United States sense. That's just what they call their criminal court judges. They call them Supreme Court justices. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Manhattan Supreme Court Makes them sound more important. Yeah, they, I mean, and and you know what? It's you almost cannot make them sound more important than they are. Judges can do any fucking thing they want. Yeah, they really can. If there's anybody who can do anything the fuck they want, there was one judge who would. I think she shat her pants a lot. She still got to keep being a judge. She smelled. She had some really bad yeah, flatulence. I mean, Ugh. absolutely disgusting. Have you ever been involved in a court case, or well, been like to court and seen? Only for jury duty. Have I? Have I? You were a jury. I, you you were a jury. You did I, it. I was. I was a jurist once. Yeah. Was it a big case? It's funny. This just came up the other day, and it was a murder trial. Oh wow! So you you were deciding someone's fate. Yeah. And and I thought I was going to get to decide somebody's fate. Hung jury didn't get to do that. There was a lot to talk about. The guy had knifed. You know, uh, and they could find him guilty of like a, a lesser thing. Did you think he did it? 
I thought he did involuntary manslaughter. In fact, I would say it was, it was almost beyond question that he did involuntary manslaughter. I mean, like, it was... Uh, <laughs> the guy's dead. I don't think the guy really planned it or meant to do it. I think he did want to fight him. But I don't think he, I don't think he intended to kill him. So, I mean, kind of like that, by default, it seemed to fall into that category. The, 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 it was some fucking, dis- you know, it was kind of a domestic that just kind of grew up and went to a, you know, supermarket parking lot. Right, right. And wound up in a murder. What about you? I've been, I've been to a couple of silly court cases, and I've seen judges and many different things. Uh, as a mental health housing person, I would go with people to help them fight to get their disability. Mm-hmm. And I changed my middle name instead of my last name when I got married, and I had to go through the courts to do uh, that. Yeah. So that's probably a, uh, just a breeze. Yeah, that was. Oh, was it really? Yeah, it was. I was, I was trying to be funny, but no, it, was, so it, it really hard. was not hard. I, yeah, I talked good. to a transgendered person in... Uh, in New Jersey about how how she changed her name. Uh-huh. And oh, okay. It sounded really really complicated and then I talked to Dina from New York from Broadway Comedy Club yes. and she was like it was a breeze in New York so I did it in New York rather than Jersey. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense yeah. actually. Yeah. There's some advantages to living in New York City uh, with the bureaucracy. They will smooth it out in the areas it that matter to them. Cost like $50 and I was able to do it in 2 days whereas in New Jersey it takes about a year and costs about $800. Do you mind saying what you you change your middle name to? Jay. The letter J? It's J-A-Y. It's, I have the same middle name now as my husband. And John J. College. And he has yeah. the same middle name? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. You yeah, guys yeah. have identical middle names. Yeah. So you're like a closet non-feminist, I guess. Or it's not, it wasn't about that. I'm, I'm Who a, cares about that shit anyway? It's I mean, not, it wasn't that. I, I wanted I to change my name to his. His last name is Cohen. I officiate weddings, and I was afraid that anybody who wasn't Jewish wouldn't want me. Well, you're right. That's a, that's a good point. You have to watch that name and thing. You, know, yeah. like, you officiate weddings. How many, yeah. have, how many people have you married? About 100 at this point, probably. I have a wedding tonight. 100 couples? Yeah. So 200 people, and or at least 200, yeah. and I mean, you might have had some three-way weddings or something. No, are there, are there, there's nowhere where three people can get married, right? Not Legally. in this country. I think they should be able to, though. I, I mean, they and they default set that up, don't they? Lots of times, there's people who have like these weird arrangements. I don't mean to say it's weird, but you it know, it can't be legal. It just can't be legal. They can do whatever they want and, and call probably, themselves whatever they want. But <laughs> can't be legal. You masquerade yourself however you want. It's not legal. <laughs> wow, okay. I always thought a three-way relationship would be the best thing. I'd be the sex wife and the other one would be the cooking wife. Have, have you become the cooking wife yet? I'm really not that. Because I cooked, you need to know, the cooking wife is... I know. I know it's a good thing. It's a good thing. I, I cooked, mean, like, I cooked know, this week. Another sex wife you can always Last find. week, I mean. <laughs> what did you make? I made sausage roll. Vegan sausage roll. Okay, vegan sausage roll sounds like the worst thing ever, but I'm sure it <laughs> must have been good. And that was also the name of the sex act he did. <laughs> he did the... Uh, so, it's, it's you know what? I don't know about those kind of marriages, man. Like, I, it seems to me like a lot of times when people have an open marriage, what they really mean is we're breaking up soon, you know? But I'm not talking about an open marriage. I know, I'm you're talking three, about three... Just the three of us. <laughs> no, I know what you're talking about. You don't have that, though. No, I don't. But I don't. you would you would want to be the sex wife, and then you got the cooking wife. You don't have to make the vegan sausage roll. You I don't, don't have to make do anything, because no. she'd cook. She's like, look, look, you just point to the crotch. You go, pussy, wife, you understand. I'm not doing that. <laughs> the 28-year-old German national... By the way, German nationalist, when she was convicted last month of bilking, 
about 200 grand from banks and businesses trying to steal millions more. But the charges appeared to be no concern to her. Uh, they, no concern less than her clothes appeared to be she was concerned less about that than what she was wearing she she seems very it's not just that she's in outfits in these pictures it's uh, that she's she looks like she's walking on on the red carpet yes yeah she very much looks I mean it's funny because in court you don't often get an opportunity to sort of promenade around like that I don't know but like uh, she does look nice and she uh, (laughs) is whining about her wardrobe frequently she delayed proceedings irked the judge repeatedly admonished her this judge for throwing tantrums when she couldn't get her stylist curated outfits uh, to Rikers Island in time for trial. She would always wow. get something like somebody would go to TJ Maxx and get her right. something for Christ's sake. The, that's that why doesn't that, scream convict. That top right outfit's like really, really not hitting it. That's the one that I think she got from like Marshall's last minute or it's something. Like you know, business casual. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So like, but you know what? Still, if I met her, I'd be like, yeah, I do it. Sure. She's a nice figure. Yeah, so she's a very nice it figure. It looks nice on her, but it's just business casual. Twenty-eight. She is. You know, when you're twenty-eight, you need to be kind of like peeking at what you look like in your clothes. I think. And now I can see it going like when you're thirty-three, and and if you got. Great, you know what I mean? But 28, you still need to be hitting on all cylinders. What am I saying? (laughs) It doesn't matter (laughs) at all. You make all these rules for yourself when you look at women going like, oh yeah, she's good, nah, she sucks. Her whining about her wardrobe, like I said, it was frequently a problem. Anyway, she's going to do 4 to 12 years. I think that she really has, uh, let's see, she's unlikely to face these frustrations in state prison where she'll find her fashion options much more restrictive. Gray with army green slacks, skirts and shirts, and white t-shirts. So I guess now we're trying to think of the name of the series. The the series? Unfashionable. You know, uh, I don't know. Whatever her series is going to be. They, they should start it in prison. This should be the one that starts in state prison. I mean, it's they, they kind of hit it on the head with strike a poser. Strike a poser. That is the headline. No, it's not the headline. Was no, it it's like the, the oh, title strike on a, the... Strike yeah. a poser. <laughs> I, don't, I can try, but I don't feel like I can do that good. Sort of like punch a Nazi. Yeah. Strike a poser. That strike is one of those words that if you hear it in the setup of a joke, it is going to be the operative word of the joke. You <laughs> right. know what I mean? Like, um... My my friend used to do jokes in French a lot, but mm. this was one of the jokes that he wrote in English. He made it to fucking Montreal. All right. He said all he wanted was uh, <laughs> a larger audience for his stand-up because they were like, what do you want anyway? So mm-hmm. it's a larger audience for my stand-up. And they go, okay, well, that's admirable. <laughs> and they never talked to him again. One of my longest friends, long-term friend, one of the first comedians I met in uh, Atlanta when I moved down there. He's already forgotten more about comedy than I knew. Uh, let's see. Uh, his joke was, I wanted to get a grandfather clock, but I couldn't afford it. So I got a stepfather clock. On every hour, it strikes the nearest kid. <laughs> not bad, right? No, not bad. Okay, wow, the Garner cop trial is, uh, looks like it says it's okay. And a judge ruled Thursday, NYPD cop Daniel Pantaleo must face an administrative trial prosecuted by the CCRB, that's the uh, Civilian uh, Complaint Review Board, those jerks, who, you know, like, uh, I don't know, maybe they're fine people, uh, for the 2014 alleged chokehold death of Eric Garner. And, and they actually had a surgeon rule it was not a chokehold, um, or they've come out with that. It was in mm-hmm. 2014. Their New York uh, NYPD's chief surgeon, which I didn't even know NYPD, had a chief surgeon, they do. He said it wasn't a joke. Their own surgeon? Yeah, their own surgeon who, I guess, for shit like this, you know, I got body analyzing or something. Yeah, he didn't have any damage to his windpipe. 
Um, so, I mean, you can't, I don't think you can choke someone to death and not damage their windpipe. You certainly can't right. choke a 400 pound man to death and not damage his windpipe. You certainly cannot do it in uh, just a few minutes and not damage his. You know what I mean? Like you might be able to choke somebody to death and not damage their windpipe if they were if they were in a coma, you know, and you're just like just gently closing it off. So he wasn't actually choked. No, he wasn't actually choked. No, no. but they call it the chokehold because that sounds. Oh, he choked him out. He choked him to no. He did not get choked. Eric Garner did not get choked to death. No, he died of a heart attack, and uh, yeah, I mean it was the result of everything that was happening. Died of resisting arrest. It's unfortunate, but true. Uh, but they're going to have to, uh, uh, now he has, you know, they didn't prosecute it criminally, just to catch you up on the case. Mm-hmm. The federally, federally, they didn't want to prosecute a civil rights claim on it. So that, that I guess, is already, like, they've, they've decided on that now. Uh, you know, they want to, you know, the Garner family wants to reach some resolution. This is where they're going to get their satisfaction, I think, is in the uh, CCRB prosecuted administrative trial, which is just, you'll, he'll lose his job. And he will lose his pension, I guess. I mean, that's that's what I'm guessing. Yeah. And it's too bad because, like, he it's just good police work. Uh, Madden rejected an argument by uh, Pantaleo's lawyer. Madden being uh, the uh, Supreme Court justice, he wanted to have it thrown out. Um, his lawyer, Stuart, Stuart Stuart London, did that. The NYPD watchdog agency did not have the jurisdiction to prosecute the case. Now, outside, Garner's mother, Gwen Carr, accused the NYPD of trying to sweep this under the rug. That, to me, seems like a ridiculous claim. That if there's anything, I mean, sweep it under the rug at this point, for Christ's sake. I mean, like, this is five years ago, and people everywhere know who Eric Garner is. Far and wide, we know he was selling Lucy's, uh, and uh, that was down in the Forgotten Borough. Uh, the borough is more forgotten than the crime. I'm appalled at the way they are treating my family, she said. They've, now, they've given her a huge cash settlement, millions of dollars she's been paid. She got, they got paid a million dollars by the, uh, what do you call it, um... The, the, the ambulance company as well. So the city <laughs> and the ambulance company have paid a million dollar uh, lawsuits. I, I, and I don't want, I mean, like, really, it's more than paid for her kind of piece of shit relative that she's lost. Yeah. It was a career criminal selling loose cigarettes on the street. Get over it. But, you know, that's not the politically correct thing to say at all. Uh, meanwhile, mm-hmm. so she said the decision was not expected. Uh, London went to So, okay, wait. So, uh, CCRB chairman, and this is a very boring story. Thank you for sitting through it. Sharon <laughs> Simon. <laughs> this is just, a, we'll be talking about this actually on an upcoming crime report uh, on Compound with um, actually the most decorated NYPD detective of all time, Ralph Friedman, who's really got a lot of interesting stories. A lot of them end with, and I shot him in the neck. Uh, <laughs> I got to tell you, I'm the one person who doesn't know who Eric Gardner is. You don't know who Eric Gardner is? I, t- I, I know the least about the news of, of anybody you'll meet. I really do. Wow. I believe you. And and, and in fact, uh, dude, there was a video of him that was very famous a few years ago. Do you know about that? No. Oh, I, okay. I don't know who he is. He's, he was, he was uh, I don't know. You know what? Not even worth going. <laughs> it's not worth going into because, you know, maybe it will be because this is this will be interesting. I have an opportunity. I have a, a blank slate to mm-hmm. present this. This guy was uh, selling cigarettes untaxed on the street. 2014. Okay. This is right after de Blasio got elected. And they have, you know, for whatever reason, the NYPD had a protocol. They were trying to eliminate that kind of shit. Untaxed cigarettes, you know, people don't really think of that as a big issue. It's one of those quality of life crimes. I can't imagine caring about that. Well, I mean, for New York City, it just means money. 
You know what I mean? Right. Because it's like five uh, five dollars a pack on cigarettes is ridiculous. It's tax. so expensive. Yeah, I mean, there's like fifteen dollars a pack now, and it wasn't quite yeah. that bad then, but it was still a lot. Anyway, so the, I quit. It got me to quit the, the price. The, the, the fine, the really the money. Yeah. Oh, okay, so you know. Um, how long ago did you quit? Over ten years ago. All oh, right. So let me believe it, it's. Fifteen dollars. Imagine going in and paying fifteen dollars for it. I, I don't even want to talk smoke about a pack or two a day. Like uh-huh. it's it's a job. You've, yeah, you you have to get an extra job just to pay for your cigarettes, and you and you. It's one of those things you really cannot look at what you're spending and keep and you keep doing it. Anyway, so he was selling untaxed cigarettes on the street. He was a big guy. He's like nearly four hundred pounds and like six. I don't know five something like that. Uh, and he didn't want to be arrested. He just didn't want to. You know, the cops were there, whatever. And he was just like, no, this ends today. You bothered me too many times. He was out on bail or something okay. like that. Something so he like was, he'd been arrested. He, 30 times he, okay. before, yeah. But not always for this. Sometimes for assault and other things. Okay. And, uh, yeah, he's like, no, it ends today. So he wants to fight the cops. So right. and so the, one of them jumps on there and he, like, it's his, he closes off uh, the uh, carotid artery. An mm-hmm. artery carries blood, not air. So he doesn't choke him. But, you know. Uh, he does have asthma, this guy, and okay. a host of other health problems, obesity and other things. And, uh, you know, he has a heart attack. So he starts saying, I can't breathe. But if you can't say, I can't breathe, if you literally can't can breathe. breathe. yeah. So. Have you ever choked? Have I ever choked? No. I have inhaled like a, like a sucking candy. And a woman out of nowhere came up, ran from behind me, did the Heimlich. The, the, the candy went out. And I was fine. And you picked up the spare. <laughs> no, I was terrible. <laughs> that's, wow, that's terrifying, yeah. huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know, I Were re- you on a date? No, I was a kid. I was a kid. Were you by yourself with your uh, parents? With my, yeah, but they didn't know how to do the Heimlich, so did this woman just came out of did nowhere. Did they and see that? I mean, how, oh, so they were yelling and stuff. It wasn't just like she saw the expression on your face. Yeah, it was like, no, that's the I choke think there look. was yelling. Oh, wow. Okay. So it, uh, obviously it's terrifying. Um, yeah, you can't talk. You yeah, can't do this, anything. This, he could. And, and he was he, he said it a number of times. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. This video actually, I mean, this, the reason that I'm surprised you haven't heard of it, it was around the time of uh, Mike Brown in, uh, who you may not know who that is either. Uh, all the BLM movement, which stands for Black Lives Matter, sort of started around Eric Garner, Michael Brown. Uh, that was another, f- actually, I mean, I hate to say it, but fraudulent case in, mm-hmm. in uh, Ferguson, Missouri. They burned a whole fucking town down, and uh, it was just police work as usual, I'm afraid. If you don't like it, that's fine, but that was the fighting of Eric Holder. He was the goddamn black attorney general at the time. If anyone was going to fight anything, it was him. He didn't, so that was fraudulent. Hands up, don't shoot. That didn't happen, and uh, the whole goddamn thing was for nothing, as was Eric Garner. Not my opinion. Facts unchargeable criminally. So that's what happened with Eric Garner. And it's been in, in, in debate ever since. Now, this is more along. Uh, this is this is in our line of work, almost. You, you, you're still in show business. I've quit it years ago. Uh, you're here. Please. <laughs> I, can, I, can, I love saying I've quit show business. Show it whatever. feels so good. Uh, Conan O'Brien. I just like to say it. <laughs> agreed, to, agreed to settle a lawsuit uh, with a writer who says talk show host stole jokes from his Twitter feed and blog for his monologue on Conan. I've no had, had this conversation with comedians recently in a green room about like, what was the deal with that? Yeah, apparently, that's the way to go. If you have it on your Twitter timeline, then, you know, if he does the joke that night, you're kind of, you know, if you can do jokes that are good enough that they might get stolen by some late night writer. By Conan. I- by his writers. Uh, attorneys for O'Brien and, uh, and the writer. The writer was uh, Robert Caseberg. Filed documents in San Diego Federal Court Thursday announcing the agreement. The terms were not disclosed. So 
you know, they don't want you to know what a joke costs in court once you've sued, I guess. Right, because then we can start charging. Yeah, we'll like, we pay what? <laughs> <laughs> when you threaten to sue, it would have some teeth. Yeah, Conan O'Brien. Do you like Conan? Are you a Conan fan? Yeah, I've, really? I only like The Simpsons when he was writing for them. Wow. Are you a fan of him as a yeah, uh, I think he's like interviewer? Of all, of, of all of them. This I'm, shows I'm our not... age difference, I think. What, how old are you? You're, you're in your 30s, right? Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, I, I'm the last of the people who just like Letterman. I, like, I, I remember Johnny Carson, obviously. You, he was way before your time. I but remember Johnny Carson. Comedian, so I know all these people, I but I like Conan. I always I always liked him. Mm. I always thought he was... You don't find him to be unpleasantly self-absorbed, self-conscious, and uh, unfunny? It's the style. Yeah. The, the, the Simpsons episodes that he wrote were so funny. Which ones did he write? Tamako? Did he write Tamako? I'm pretty sure he wrote the uh, Prank <laughs> Monkey episode. Prank Monkey episode. Where Homer's doing pranks for Burns. He ends up getting raped by a panda. Okay. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, it sounds familiar. I, I mean, I'm a former, like, nightly or whatever, you know, Simpsons watcher when yeah. it was in reruns, and you could always see it. Back when reruns were a thing that you watched. Do you, do you watch The Simpsons? No, no more. And it's on new every week, yes. and I don't watch it anymore. And I'm kind of like, I, I kind of feel like that's that I should be, but I, I always think, well, I'll catch up so in the years I, to come. I have a joke about about my husband forcing me to watch it, uh-huh. and they may be canceling it. My husband's actually a little pissed at me because he feels that I'm part of this movement that's going to get it canceled. If you haven't, yeah, if you had been <laughs> watching Sharon Simon, it would have been, it would, there's no way it would go off the air. <laughs> You're part of the movement. I can't. Okay, now I can believe it's going to be. It's the longest running TV show. Yes, and it's, I believe of all it time. hasn't been funny in some time. Oh, it hasn't. It stopped being funny. Um, that's unfortunate. That but, is unfortunate. That's worse than being canceled. A show being unfunny for a long time. I feel like on. they should. They should have canceled it after the movie, the way they do most TV shows. I can't even. I, the, the fucking movie was what 2006. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Jesus. But usually if a TV <laughs> show has movie. a movie, then the, then the TV show's over with the exception of South Park because South Park's always changing. Yeah, it's like a newspaper show. Yeah. So wait a second. You're telling me. <laughs> I completely <laughs> forgot there was a fucking movie there show. There was a movie. That, it was you, good, too. That hit me hard. Yeah, oh, I remember. It was enjoyable. I yeah. saw it in the theater. The fucking Simpsons movie. And that was 13 fucking years ago, at least. Oh, wow, okay. I, we got to change the subject because... Uh, <laughs> This thing is evil, says an ex-member of the... Oh, Nexium cult. Oh, my God. With these four words, a former member summed up the alleged sex cult Nexium for... Uh, and this is down in Brooklyn sex Federal. Sex cults are so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just the, the words, sex cults. Ooh, they my worship like, sex. <laughs> they have to do it? Hmm. How do they make them? <laughs> Which, uh, see, I recited hundreds of times. Uh, the, you know, the mission statement. There's a mission statement. Okay. So while denouncing the Upstate Group's mission statement, um, is the mission haters. statement there? The mission statement must be here. Uh, Mark Vicente, he was... See, I don't understand. There's a guy in the sex call. It's weird. Uh, meltdown came uh, as he silently read the purported self-help group's 12-point mission. 
They have a 12 point mission written by founder Keith Rainier. He's on trial for racketeering involving acts of child sexual exploitation and possession of child pornography. If it wasn't for that, this guy didn't break any laws, it looks like to me. I think without that child stuff, he would, because he, they, it looks like he fucked a 15 year old. Okay. And he probably has pictures of her. Okay. Uh, so it's a fraud, it's a lie, the Los Angeles filmmaker said, as he blotted tears from his eyes. He's uh, a filmmaker. This guy, yeah, apparently. This is a well intentioned uh, veneer covers horrible evil. That Well, Allison Mack from Smallville, the actress from Smallville, she's in this, and she would recruit mm-hmm. members for this. I think that gave them a little bit of, you know, I saw star that. Power. I did yeah. see a woman who was being bringing people into a sex cult. Yes, bringing them in. Uh, the, another one was the... Uh, the. Uh, I'm glad we're talking about this, because I talked about it with a guy last night on a park bench around 10 o'clock at night, and it Yay. was like... I, was, uh, I felt dirty and weird. <laughs> I didn't feel... As a bunch of 15-year-old girls walk past right, us. Right, this is when I just kind of like... This uh, is just... Wait. It's just happening just so right waiting. now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even like to turn your head when they... You can't, I'm just like, oh, but you, you can't... You not even... Have, everything is bad. There's nothing you can do. Even if you even indicate that you're trying not to look. None of them were attractive. Those were that's more like what fifteen year old girls should look like, I yeah, think. They yeah, look they, like they children. They look like fifteen year olds. Which is nice. Yeah. They they don't always. No, okay, let's back no, to our no, back don't. to our little sex reading here. Uh, yeah. The sure. lengthy screed preaches tenants focused on individualism and selfless uh, selflessness. That is, you know there are no ultimate victims, therefore I will not choose to be a victim. Oh, this is a smart fucking, you know, mission statement. It's like yeah. you're not a victim here. You're not a victim. <laughs> don't allow yourself to be a victim. <laughs> Boy, that's genius. I will give unreservedly to those who have earned it. So that's how they turn you into a sex slave. Yeah, you, that they, sounds very you've earned like PDS&M. I mean, you're, you know, this is some... I mean, like, I think a lot of times... It's, I don't know what the guys would do. I guess they had to become somebody who would get the trickle-down pussy or something, because I don't think this guy was into dudes at all. I'm ashamed that I ever read this, Vicente told lawyers. He has used his real name. The, the, they had a woman who gave testimony yesterday and just went by the name Sylvie. Um, this but guy's a shame. he to give his real name? I guess he wouldn't be doing it if he didn't have to, right? I mean, like, maybe he's not... It's Hollywood. Oh, you wait, know? he's not a victim. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want... There is no bad press. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. There is no such thing as bad press. Nobody knows who I am. Everyone knows who he is. I'm ashamed. <laughs> God damn it, Sharon. We should have got you into this sex cult. <laughs> Some of these people are married, and you're like, you're married. This wasn't a red flag, a problem for you. Because my wife will put up with a lot of shit. <laughs> I think you know, that might be where both of us would hit the limits. Like, oh, wait, you're in Nexium? Mandy, you know what that is, right? <laughs> well, it's just a self-help thing. Or, you know, I got to fuck this guy occasionally. But <laughs> I'm not a victim. <laughs> I'm ashamed that I ever read that. He says, this thing is evil. And, and he says it's been used to harm a great many people. Uh, it's also so caused the, a lot of jizzing. Is the is the cult completely dismantled? Um, is it? Well, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> reputationally, it's it's shot. I mean, like, uh, this guy is in jail. He's been locked up for quite a while. One thing they were doing is getting uh, underage. I think the 15-year-old girl came from Mexico. Mm-hmm. So this is this kind of actually, like, on a national level, points up this whole border debate. Right, right. Because they do bring kids across the border. They are yeah. used for human trafficking. They're used for sex trafficking. Yeah. And... Uh, 
there's nothing that anyone could do about it because no one knows they're alive, who they are, where they are, where they're supposed to be, or who their family is. That's why it's important to, you know, kind of know who's in the country. Uh, so the lengthy screed preaches, like I said, all this individualism and uh, not being a victim. He estimated having to read the mission statement out loud in group sessions between 500 and 1,000 times. They, they say this, I guess, at the beginning of the orgy, <laughs> and it gets everybody <laughs> off the hook legally. <laughs> None of us are asking any questions here before, during, or after <laughs> his 12 years as a high rank. This guy's a high ranking Nexium member uh, before he left in 2017. By the way, it's spelled like this it's got a weird spelling, uh, Nexium. Uh, let me make sure that's what that is. It, it, now, did you see the spelling of the, of the thing? Yeah. It's odd, right? Oh, it's yeah, it, yeah. No, NXIVM. NX. IVM, Nixium, and I guess it's like the old, uh, you know, like when you see a V in Greek and it's actually a U. Um, they they have a an upper level thing. It's called DOS, and uh, it's, it's it's like Dominus Obsequious Samanaris or something like that. Which it, it's basically it means uh, lay down for the master, slavery under slave under the master, or something like that. So uh, that's the, that's the higher level. Like you know, you're going to be a pretty good slave at that point. Um, but he estimated having to read it this many times. Now, uh, yeah, and he, he was accused uh, of using Nexium to groom women into sex slaves, or Rainier is. I guess he's probably so the only one who's going to do time. use the cult to turn them into sex slaves and then sell them to people? No, they just fuck them, you know, and just or have a good just... time. I still, again, I'm not seeing a lot of <laughs> illegality here until it gets into the kids, because otherwise it just seems like... Well, okay. It's just <laughs> a sex cult otherwise. Can you not just, you know, make bad decisions? I mean, that's a... I think you can. I think that... We, I'm not sure the law is supposed to protect you there. Like, when, um, is it, when is a cult become an illegal cult? Because there are a lot of cult-like When does a party become are, a cult? Yeah. <laughs> when does... <is, laughs> When does my regular weekend thing become a cult? I mean, like, I think it's when you have a mission statement, for one thing. What I mean, I mean, I mean these are rhetorical. Mis- rhetorical. Mission statements. Do you have a mission statement? No, for, for but your maybe sexual I think I need one. I think when I go home, I'm going to be like, sweetie, let's mission statement our sex life. Yeah. Uh, I think we're both open to some liabilities here. <laughs> and why have that if you don't have to? I think we're cool. Don't get me I'm wrong. I'm not a victim. Look, I'm not a victim. You're not a victim. We just say that every time beforehand. Basically, we're going to keep it simple. <laughs> Though these women got their got his initials tattooed on their, uh, you know, pussies. Like You're not, not supposed not to get anyone, right on it. anyone tattooed on you because then you'll break up. It's like a... Did I say tattooed? Yeah. It was. It's branded. 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 He had their, their initials branded. They would have their initials branded. His initials branded. And it wouldn't. It, it was a symbol that incorporated his and Allison Mack's initials sneakily. So you didn't know you right. were getting, you know, K-R and, and uh, A-M in there. But you were, yeah, uh, branded. That's that's a lot of heat on the old uh, on the old coochie here. Yeah, there, right? that, on the, that on the makes vagina. me uh, squeeze my legs tight. That's yeah, it doesn't make it. It doesn't make it. Doesn't really get a lot of moisture going down. It's not a panty dropper. Like let no, me let me put a, a hot 
iron on your vagina. I'm not like, ooh, I want to do this. No. You know, the tip of your dick would be like, if they were to brand that, I think it would probably kill you. I think it would. Derek, Derek, Jita. So female members of the group were convinced uh, to join a secret sorority called DOS. As I mentioned, it's an acronym for a Latin phrase that loosely translates to dominance under obedient females. Uh, over obedient females, rather. Uh, I mean, you could probably be under them if you wanted, but like over them, generally speaking, now where they were branded with Rainier's initials, they called him Vanguard. Or Grandmaster. <laughs> wow. Look at this guy. He's such a wow. dork, too. He's such a fucking... I know. He's going to get raped in prison so much. He looks like he's one of these guys, though. He could like, you know what? I could change your life. I can change it in three steps. You'll be a millionaire <laughs> by the time you walk out of here. Okay. He's going to start a sex cult in jail. This guy. He's going to do some time for sure. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah so uh, executive library now. Jurors on Thursday also a photo of a room in Half Moon. That was a little place of state where... Uh, yeah, a, a room with a bed elevated over a hot tub where he allegedly slept with his slaves. Uh, the library a bed is also over a hot tub. I'd really like that. A I'd bed really, over a hot yeah, tub. Yeah, I get change out of bed, sheets go quite right a lot. into the hot tub. Just roll out, <laughs> splash. You have like a cramp in your leg. There you go. <laughs> it's hot tub. And we all have frequently cramps when we get out of bed in the morning. Uh, <laughs> and the humidity is good for your skin. It's. It's yeah. a win-win. It, it, there's nothing wrong with that except in the summer, maybe. I don't know. Like, I get hot. I, I, like, I like a room to be about, I don't know, 40 degrees in the summer. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like air conditioning a lot. You ever meet these people who hate air conditioning? Are you mm-hmm. one of those people? Yeah. You, I, you don't like I it? I mean, I, I can't. No, I love air conditioning. I love it. Okay. Well, the city's Conflict Ventures Board has approved a new regulation for donations solicited by politicians in response to Mayor de Blasio's fundraising scandal. Because goddamn de Blasio has so many fucking scandals, and he cannot be put away on them. I refuse to read this story. <laughs> Antiques Ride roasted a blaze at a sprawling... That's uh, not even worth going into. There was a guy who um, was jerking off in front of a woman on the train, and actually... Look at this. Is that Kardashian? Look at her. Oh, it's Cardi B. She's a sexy woman. There's no, no two ways about it. Why is she in the newspaper? Oh, it's page six, so it's... Uh, I don't know what that's about. But anyway, Cardi B, that caught my eye. Who is she does look great. You know, she's the one who said, like, I had, uh, she robbed guys. She would drug and rob guys, you know, when yeah. she was a stripper. And she's not in jail for that. Right. That's what Cosby was doing. Yeah. <laughs> Except without robbing them. <laughs> he, just, he just did it to fulfill. I mean, like, you know, they wanted to have sex. Isn't that something? I, I, it's, yeah. it, it's just not a big deal for a woman to drug or to admit to drugging and robbing guys. I, I don't get it. And she says it like she's a victim. I had to do that. I am the real torture people. That's what I had to do. I was a victim. I was forced (laughs) in my life to do that. (laughs) Jesus. This killer fears the mafia. We're talking about Anthony Camillo. Camillo. This is a guy. You know, he shot uh, Frankie Boy. well, Frankie Boy, uh, the Gambino vo- uh, boss, uh, Frankie Boy Cali, down in uh, the Forgotten Borough, right in his driveway. Now he's afraid of the mob. He should be, because, uh, you know, it's dangerous when yeah. you kill a fucking mob boss. He did it because uh, he wanted to hang out with this guy's daughter or, or really? niece or something. And Frankie Boy was not into it. I don't think he'll be around long. Yeah, I almost feel like this is a plot of some dumb Nicolas Cage movie from the 1990s. <laughs> Plame running for house. Valerie Plame, <laughs> ex-CI agent. Uh, Colas, New York State. Nobody cares. There was a guy who jerked off, and I wanted to find that. I would probably I probably have a lot easier time. On the time. train? Yeah. Guys jerk off on the train all the time. Yeah. It's they like usually a, can keep it on, you know, the jerking off car. 
Keep it on the <laughs> masturbation car. No, do you see that a lot? I've seen people defecate. Yeah, you know, I used to work While in masturbating. some of the. I've 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 worked in some of the hardest neighborhoods in in New York. Okay. With the, in, in, when I worked in mental. <laughs> you know why housing. they were so? You know why they were jerking off? Because they were so hard. <laughs> you get it? No, why? You know why they were jerking off? Why? Because they were so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, oh I thought you God. I thought man, she hated that job. <laughs> Oof. That was a swing and a miss. Uh yeah, so um I don't know what okay, I, I want to find this, but I also I want to value your time and just keep going through these crimes here. This guy burned his 3-year-old daughter to death. Now, we're going to go That's kind of horrible. on a speed round yeah. here. That's not a nice thing to do, yeah. is it? What is the appropriate age to burn a child alive? 3? <laughs> it's it's more than 3, right? 3 and a half. Yeah, I agree. A wiki leaker sprung don't care. Since an appeals judge has temporarily blocked the city from opening a, a controversial... Oh, they wanted to open a homeless shelter along Billionaire's Row. Um, that's where, of, of course, right, you and I both that. live. Yeah. yeah. Uh, appellate Division uh, Justice uh, David Freeman granted an interim stay of ruling that tossed a suit. It gets very confusing. Mayor de Blasio's plan to convert the former Park Savoy Hotel into a shelter for 150 minutes. <laughs> I just think it's kind of fucking shitty. I mean, like... Hey, look, we're all equal and blah, blah, blah. If I got a fucking billion, few billion dollars, mm -hmm. and I'm like, I want to live on billionaires row, okay? <laughs> Where it's billionaires. I'll be, I'll be comfortable there, you know? Nah, then we're going to put a homeless shelter there, and now you got to fucking turn these guys down for cigarettes all the time. Uh, I think that sucks. I, I, it seems like they're going out of their way to do that. What do you think? I don't think it makes any sense, but it's also very New York. It's like what we were talking about before, how these high-end buildings get a tax cut if they put a few low-income housing apartments in the building. Mm -hmm. In New York, we're all together. Like, there's other cities in the country where the poor and the rich are very, very separated. People are separated by nationality and things like that. But New York is all about us all being on top of each other. Yeah, they refuse to do that. They're like, no, you you have to live near poor people. You have to be near... <laughs> right, it. right. Uh, and it's funny. Yeah, it does kind of make a certain type of person. It's, it, it, it's a certain kind of civic pride that even the dirtiest, dirty motherfucker That's, with feet swollen up the yeah. size of fucking tennis rackets. Uh, it's kind of like, if you want to be part of New York, you have to deal with New York. <laughs> all the people here. And they're from everywhere, <laughs> fucker. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess the... the what would the low-income housing be on Billionaires Row? It'd be like, that's just for millionaires. That's the There's millionaire yeah. house. <laughs> we have some low-income shit. It's 40 grand a week. The move prevents uh, the city from opening any, anyone in the building. Uh, 158 West V8 stands back-to-back uh, -back with the iconic 75. 75-story, 157 apartment building. Um, it's, what it's, street is million, it's, this millionaire? Well, it's like 58th Street. I want to hang out there. Yeah, go, if you go to 58th Street, go to a steakhouse, you have a chance of meeting a billionaire's limo driver. <laughs> <laughs> and who knows? Shit can happen. One thing leads to another. Friedman's Wednesday order had also set, uh, set up an expedited schedule. They want to get this shit straightened now because it's embarrassing. And it's just it just seems like this has been going on for a couple of years now. It seems like they've been trying to decide what to do. Uh, the proposed shelter is a fire truck. It's not even all that nice. They're just like they. the main thing is forcing billionaires to deal with homeless people. Uh, I don't know. Like, uh, homeless people to, to a billionaire. Billionaires don't know how much a gallon of milk costs. You know what I mean? They yeah. don't know anything about that kind of shit. They're, they're, obviously, they've done very well. 
It's wedding day wife slayer on Most Wanted. That's in Chicago. I hope I don't officiate a wedding like that. Oh yeah, you don't want a, a wife slayer. I, I have how many weddings have you done? Now you say you've done a hundred or so, about yeah. hundred, and um, no murders yet. I don't. I don't follow them. A couple of them are my Facebook friends, but other than that, I don't even know if they're together. We did a little research before the show. Would you be surprised to find out the majority of the marriages you've officiated have ended in murder? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking 85%. No. <laughs> uh, you know, my wedding, I don't know how much you paid to get married. Uh, it varies. I made $1,100 on my wedding. One when I got married, in I made money on my wedding. No, on in cash. In cash. In cash. In cash gifts. Because it was a show. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, they worked out well. You see guys jerk off on the train with some regularity for real. I have seen it enough times to no, not I, even change cars. To not change cars. <laughs> the wow. only thing that'll make me change cars is if somebody's really threatening somebody else. How do they jerk off and and evade? And, and, and like not it's the whole car isn't seeing it because if they did everybody would go, there was no way that somebody could deal with that kind of social pressure <laughs> and continue to masturbate and enjoy it on any level so have you been on the train in the Bronx I mean things happen people really don't look up <laughs> I don't ride the train much in the Bronx I will I will grant you that um, but I mean I've seen a guy jerk off in Times Square before and like Times Square is a pretty crowded did place did you like it did it get you excited <laughs> I didn't even want him to know that I saw it because I didn't want to be an element of what was going on, you know what I mean? But I'm, I fear that he did notice me noticing it. And, like, he just had, like, really loose pants, and he's up above him. And it's like, oh, God. It just, man, it really made me feel bad. I told the cops. And they were like, yeah, okay, we'll take care of it. I've seen him again later in fact it's a visual but it's kind of um, leering into us strangely was it? yeah he looked like one of those people who's again okay. like rosemary's baby type people who's like yes yeah get the chocolate mouse and sex cult sex cult is rosemary's is a, baby is all about the ultimate sex cult yes the one that's actually of the devil uh well i mean like that, I love that ruth, movie. ruth gordon you love that yeah, movie yeah. wow that's a weird movie to love <laughs> Most people go, great movie. <laughs> love it. <laughs> I love that scene where Satan rapes the woman. I uh, like the, the old weird couple. Yeah, Ruth Gordon, and I don't know who the guy is, but he was somebody I've seen before, I yeah. feel. Yeah, uh, Ruth, she's so creepy in that. She's mm -hmm. a creepy old lady to begin with, but usually it's just with a goddamn it, Clyde, you know, the fucking yeah, every which way we lose, Philo Beto. Good job of being the older couple getting someone into a sex cult. In New York City, too. She very, very... It's a very specific kind of thing. Yeah. All the yeah. shit they're talking about, you're like, I don't vaguely care about this, but I am going to humor you. Yeah. <sighs> and next thing you know, you're having sex with the devil. And there's like hooves and shit. It seems like in that scene. It's, it's an odd rape scene. Yeah, yeah. Very scary. Very, very scary. Rosemary's Baby, highly recommend. Uh, <laughs> and they needed the cooperation of the husband, right? Good, solid horror. He's he's in it. He was an actor, right? The husband is a uh, is in the he, sex cult. In on it. Yeah, he's in on it. Yeah, but they recruited him. He wasn't. A, he didn't marry her for that purpose, right? Was he, I thought that he, I, for some reason, I thought he was turned by those old people. I don't. I don't think so. I think. I thought they offered him success in his career or some shit like that. It's possible. I don't. You know what? You're the one who I loves the movie. I, it's been a long time. <laughs> I now feel. I now feel uh, no, you, you that didn't. I sp overspoke, but 
I don't think they go into his backstory. Maybe I'll watch it on the flight. There have been many who I've loved, and I don't remember all the details of the relationship. I maybe Can you imagine look. I'm sitting next to a kid on the flight, and I watch Rosemary's Baby. Like, deal with it. It's Mother's Day weekend. <laughs> Little shit. <laughs> Sharon Simon, I've had a real fun time talking to you today. I've had a blast. And uh, we should do it again soon. I'd love to. Okay. Uh, and uh, by the way, there's a 5K thing coming up. Um, I'm going to link to it on the website. CrimeReport.nyc. You can find it there on the uh, show notes and links page. Then there's a lot of stuff on there now. Oh, whatever. I don't care what you do. I'm telling you about it. Go there. CrimeReport.nyc. Thank you one more time, Sharon Simon. Thank you, Pat. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.